Okay, here we go. The Planet Maga Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Planet Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that. And stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. <laughs> now, let's give a big junior retriever's welcome to our guest speaker. I know he can teach us a lot about business. Mr. C. Montgomery Burns. I'll keep it short and sweet. Family, religion, friendship. These are the three demons you must slay if you wish to succeed in business. When opportunity knocks, you don't want to be driving to the maternity hospital or sitting in some phony baloney church or synagogue. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Ah. <laughs> or as I used to say in my catechism class, <laughs> I threw. I, I was Catholic. I grew up Catholic. My, I threw. A, I threw a, a, an eraser at a nun oh. when I was twelve years old. Did she come she and was, whack you? She was writing on the chalkboard. Oh, she whacked him. All right. Oh, yeah. She was writing on the chalkboard, and I threw. The eraser at her and hit her in the back, and the whole class started laughing, and she freaked out and went and got the pastor of the church. To... So we left. Me and my buddy left. We just left before he came back. And uh, we had given fake names first day of catechism. Oh, man. So they didn't even know our real names. But for the rest of the catechism year, we had to get dropped off by our parents, hide behind the church, and wait till they came and picked him up at the end of the class. We, we, we couldn't go back in that class again. She didn't scream in anger? No, she yelled at She yelled, you're a bunch of rowdies! Because the class was laughing. Imagine that, a poor, poor nun. So you knew back then you were going to be somewhat of a comedian. Well, no, I wasn't being... I was just a... Just an miserable, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's more... That's more. I was just a really a shitty little 12-year-old kid. I was, oh, a, man. I was mean. Oh. You know, nothing made me laugh. Nothing uh, made me laugh or be excited about anything unless it was troublesome. You're an angry young man. I, went, I once in fifth grade saw uh, the two guys in my class got into a fight with each other, and one of them swung at the other one and missed and punched our 70 year old female teacher in the back of the head. Oh. Just bam. <laughs> that was a good day. Why was she 70 and still teaching? I don't know. She was a bitch, though. <laughs> We've all had those yep. as teachers. That's true. No question. Oh, uh, it's time to start the uh, podcast, isn't it? Go ahead. Oh. Is it Tuesday? Yeah. Steve Pascone is called in sick. He can't make it this week, so I'm going to fill in for him. I'm yeah. a good announcer. How much did you pay Steve last week? 15 bucks. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's one he third earned of the every penny. Of well, it's one roughly one third of what our union rate calls for, which is $43.33 mm-hmm. per show. That's yeah, right. we, get, we get that fuck you money. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's great stuff. We do. And then we divide it three ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, episode hub. Uh, by the way, you still owe me that twelve dollars from. Well, it's a dollar an episode. You haven't paid me for twelve weeks. <laughs> fight, I get fight. I get, no, I get that to you. Uh, episode one hundred thirty-eight in a continuing saga, an epic journey of our search for truth, justice, and a better and more realistic fart machine. <laughs> We announced a new sponsor. It's Ooh. called The Pooter. The Pooter. Now, here's what happened. I, I said, I was looking for a new fart machine. I need a new fart machine. Yep. I went online. I put, how about maybe farts.com knows what. I put farts.com into the computer. Yes. 
and it came up as an advertisement for a $15.95 item called the Pooter. The Pooter. And apparently, there it is right there. Yeah, see how quick Ben is when he when he puts his mind to it? Is yeah. that the ShamWow guy? I don't know. The Pooter, the original Pooter. Uh, the official uh, the official fart toy. Fifteen ninety five. but there's no other information on this page. It's like this guy is scamming people out of fart machine money. I, well, I don't know that he's scamming them, but he could be. No YouTube video? There's no videos, nothing. It says, Jack Vale's official fart toy. Squeeze the pooter in the palm of your hand for the most realistic fart sound in the world. No batteries needed. But preferred. <laughs> then it says, cheesy, electronic-sounding farts are dumb. When was the last time you actually heard one and thought, who farted? More than likely, what you thought was, okay, who's the moron with the fart machine? Oh. Well, now you can create realistic-sounding farts right from the palm of your hand that everybody will think is the real deal. I'm wondering if this isn't an infringement on Leslie Nielsen's machine that he used. Yeah, would, wouldn't you just make a deal with the estate of Leslie Nielsen? Just be like, hey, can we just name this out? Okay, he was famous for it. Yeah. yeah. You'd make way more money. People right. love Le- Leslie Nielsen. No one knows who the fuck Jack Vale is. Call well, it, they, they call it the Drebin. What do you call it? The, the naked Drebin. Call it the naked fart. <laughs> oh, the naked fart gun. Yeah. Anyway, the Pooter yeah. is one of our new sponsors. We have a lot of sponsors now. I don't know if you've noticed this. No. Yeah, we ditched some of the shittier ones. Oh, they're a sponsor. I shouldn't have said those. Hey, things. what about that Mancini oh, landscaping what, company? Jack Vale, great guy. Oh, the Mancini. Here's the thing about the Mancini Landscape Company. Okay. Now they're doing my next door neighbor. She's the sweetest, nicest lady. Lives next door to us. Of course, she's my next door neighbor. And she has a had a yard. Was kind of just uh, they redid her yard. Wow. They made her yard beautiful right next door. I think her property value went up when I did my yard, and my property value went up when she did her yard. God. But never mind that. It's the professionals at Mancini Landscape Design that are responsible for that. Rick Mancini's the owner. He's got all the equipment. He's got all the guys working for him. And these are hardworking people. They, they see it through. They respond to your phone calls. They actually talk to you. They tell you step by step what they're going to do. They, you know what they did with my house? They removed a f- couple of fallen trees, A. B, they landscaped my entire not only my entire backyard, but the embankment. We had this little hill. It was kind of just doing nothing. They landscaped that with some planters and some mulch and made it look like a golf course landscaping. I've job. seen the pictures of that. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it took a, just a junky little space and turned and, it into a garden. And I had a bumpy ass backyard. I mean, we you know we don't have a lot of land, but it's half a half an acre part of my yard back there that was just bumpy and filled with rocks. It took out all the boulders, flattened it out so we could make a beautiful, they nice lawn. The boulders? In they, wow. Well, they took them out. They made them into a fire pit. They put them around the perimeter of the property. You don't have a flat lawn back there. And they hydro-seeded it. So it's going to be a beautiful, like you read about in, in Better Homes and Gardens magazine. Are you going to mow it yourself or are you going to hire a guy? I'm going to get a sit-down mower. Really? Because now that it's flat and rockless, I can go through this zzz, 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 with a sit down. I'm so excited. <laughs> so Mancini Landscape Design, and I don't. You just usually go out on a limb and recommend people without any knowledge of what they. These guys are good, and you call them, and you know, you know, call them, let them know when you want to. Maybe you want to do something in the spring. Maybe you want to do it at the end of the fall. They will take care of business for you. They put in plants and mulch. They made a fire pit. They, they a natural stairs made of big giant granite slabs, and it looks so beautiful. It's like a park. What's the yard look like after they're done with their work? It's like it went from being kind of like ah uh, to ah. Oh. Oh, you don't find like pieces of lumber and like stray holes <laughs> here and there. Man, seeding landscape design. They're on Facebook. I put pictures of my yard on Facebook too. So. Oh. 
you go on Facebook, just look for me. Look for. In fact, I stuck one on the Mancini Landscape page of my yard because it looks so beautiful. Oh. Yeah. So that's a real sponsor. That's a real – we're proud to have them as a sponsor. As far as that pooter fart machine, I don't know. <laughs> it looks kind of chintzy. Come on. If we had one, you'd be using it right now. Of course I would. Yeah. Um, Bill Smith is here, right, Bill? Thank you very much. Yes, uh, in fact. Bill is the Jack LaLanne of our podcast. <laughs> now, has he, go, has he swum the, uh, the English Channel with a towing a barge in his teeth? No. But he is uh, just an incredible specimen of a man. He defies father time like nobody else. And gravity, right, Ben? My name is Bill Smith, and I think here's where I live. Bill and is- his boobs don't sag at all. That's, <laughs> that's right. Weird. Uh, he, he, in fact, he, yeah, the, the, the uh, boobs don't sag at all bridge. There. You've heard of that? <laughs> that's right. Uh, he defies gravity in every way. He's the most energetic, energetic and productive man over 70 since Mick Jagger fathered his eighth child with a 29-year-old ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> six years ago. Actually, I think, I think Mick Jagger's latest kid is five. That's, that's like a dream come true. Mick is 78, you know. He turned 78 last week. Wow. In July. Mick Jagger, 78 years old. He's still the, but see, this is where Smitty, Smitty kicks his ass. He looks, he looks in a lot better shape than Mick Jagger. Oh, Mick Jagger looks like a marionette doll at this point. He looks yeah, like a chewed piece of gum. <laughs> Doesn't he? <laughs> He has eight kids, ranging yeah. from four, 64 years old, four to fifty. Jeez, how yeah. about that? Yeah, imagine that. You're ten years old, and you're like, "Hey, I want to see my older brother." Yeah, yeah he's dead. He's sixty. <laughs> he died. Your <laughs> older, <laughs> your older brother, your older really brother old. died in his oh, sleep. Yeah. Well, we have his ashes. Though, if you want to look at those, uh, here's the thing: I I have kids ranging from eleven to forty-two. So that's that's a, like a mini scaled down version of Mick Jagger's. Five to fifty, what? Four to fifty. Four to fifty. So that's a forty-six year spread. Wow, <laughs> that's so awful. Oh. Can you imagine? Yeah, but you know he's got all the money in the world. He can he can hire people to watch the kids and and, and be with them only when he wants to be. Yeah, yeah. you know, and it's well, he might as well hire the same people to watch him and the kids. <laughs> Why yeah. not? Well, I, I think Mick Jagger's great grandson. I, I didn't start that music. No, don't look at me like <laughs> that. It just happened. I was very surprised. <laughs> I think Mick Jagger's great-grandson or great-granddaughter is older than his five-year-old son. <laughs> but what do you call? What does that kid call the great? The, I mean, is he still uncle? It's got to be. I would think so. Brother. Yeah. My brother's 50. <laughs> How old are you? Five. Five. <laughs> well, he teaches he, me everything. He walks me to school. He has to. He's in my class. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to get some guests. Somebody uh, texted me on the text thing or whatever it's called, um, Twitter. By the, the way, direct message. Here, I have an idea about the DM. You ready for this? Okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, we, they say we've got to get, why don't you get more guests back on? You know, how come you don't have guests? Well, sometimes we don't have guests. I don't know. But I, I talked to Dino. He's back in town. And they were, this guy was asking, he goes, the Dino uh, podcast was a classic. Yeah. So I sent Dino a text saying, you know, uh, you got to come back in when you're home. Because he lives in Florida part-time. He lives up here. He's so, your neighbor because he oh yeah because he's a he you know he had a classic podcast you know when he gets on these podcasts he, his first one cuts loose yeah his first appearance is still by far the highest downloaded episode yeah I, we had a lot of, I also ran to Rico Petroselli yesterday and he Rico. says no problem I'll come on anytime oh, oh great. that'd be awesome because yeah. he's a great guy yeah he he just turned seventy eight he's like Mick wow. Jagger's age do you think he'd like it down here in the, uh, yeah. the spacious studio yeah of ours? I think yeah. so but you know if not we'll do it by phone because Rico's you know Rico's one of these great guys yeah he is. Uh, he was like one of my favorite players when I was like 10 or 11. 
You know, and I, I told him that, and he says, that's what everybody says to me. <laughs> I was everybody's favorite player when they were 10. Now they don't have any. Um, so we're going to get more guests, uh, including Chris Cuomo. No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, he's available. By the way, doesn't he look a lot like Bella Lugosi in his prime? <gasps> you know, he? when he's angry. Doesn't he, though? Yeah, he's got that angry look. I just, he's a creepy dude, yeah. man. It's, so's his stupid He does brother. look like an old MGM monster. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He's got the big face and the teeth and the hands and the thumb yep. and the finger. And Fredo thinks he's uh, God's gift. I love when people call him Fredo. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he hates whole, it. I know. He, he does it. hate it. He feeds right into it. You yeah. make everyone want to do it but by being a so jackass. Smug. Right. He's what, condescending. When something bothers some asshole like that, as much as that bothers him... I'm surprised everybody doesn't always call him Fredo yeah. just to piss him off. I would. I'll bet he'd be at a restaurant and somebody will go, hey, Fredo, good to see you. And then, you know, just walk by. But, you know, I, I'm just thinking back for a second. I, I miss, uh, I have another invention. You know how I have pretty good inventions sometimes? Yes. Mm-hmm. You're like gyro gear loose. I'm like that guy with the what? pocket fisherman. You know that guy? The pocket Alex, fisherman? Alex Langer. No, the guy by Popeil. Ron, Ron Popeil. Po- I'm the freaking Ron Popeil of today's America. Oh, there you go. I got some some unbelievable inventions. You know, the Taco Bell to-go triangular-shaped bib that sticks out in front of you like a little plate instead of going down across your chest like a bib. It's it's upright. And it's so underneath. it catches the drop. It catches everything. You can mm. drive one hand, eat the taco. Mm. That's a Not brilliant idea. think about it. It drips into the thing, and then in the end, you tap it all down into the corner and directly into your mouth. This is like a, okay, where's Ron Popeil? Right, how about Mike? Dead. How about Mike Lindell? You What's know, he done lately? Now hold on. If you had, if you patent that, you'll be okay. I just saw a thing the other day about the guy who started Domino's Pizza way yeah. back when. Yeah, was and this uh, on the uh, the Food That Built America on yes, the History Channel? Yes. Yeah, I saw so, this. This is fascinating. Yep, we're watching this guy, and he had a he was competing against uh, who was it? Uh, the big pizza company at the time, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut, yeah. So he just worked his ass off. Anyway, he became a tremendous success by paying attention to the quality of his product, and he just kept improving, improving, improving. One day, he was tired of his beautiful pizzas being delivered in these flimsy cardboard boxes. If they stacked them up, they kind of sagged, and the top of the pizza would get on there. So he invented a pizza box that's still being used today, using corrugated uh, cardboard or whatever. Yeah, they probably make a new so, one for each pizza, though. Well, we only have... <laughs> That's probably no, it's true. recycling, Mike. <laughs> he said it's being used today. I'm thinking, how long has but this thing been around? What he didn't do, this is the it's point close. of my story, what he didn't do was patent that box that he invented. Mm-hmm. The guy that did has made a billion dollars. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So Is this Pizza Hut box? No, this is the Domino's. It's like oh, the Domino's. Human, yeah. That kind of box is used everywhere. Oh. Yeah. Because I knew this girl, we, knew, we used to call her the pizza slut. Oh, she that. would do stuff for pizza, <laughs> and she, you should see her box. So she. Uh, what would she do for a meat lover's? Oh, you, you name it. Oh, she live and deliver. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you want to hear about my invention? Yeah, let's hear it. I got another invention too uh, that I saw on TV that I want to get. I want to actually buy this. Okay. But first, let me tell you about this. <clears throat> it's a really good invention. It's the ventriloquist fart watch. Wow. Mm. It's a watch you wear. It's like an, like an Apple wa- fa- you know thing, and you wear it on. But it has special skills. You can aim it at somebody, even in a crowded room, yes. aim the watch at them, press the button, and it ventriloquizes your – it sends a fart sound across the room so that it sounds like the person farted over there. So it's like <laughs> you, a, a guy's trying to pick up all these chicks, and he thinks he's really cool. He's in the corner, and you go like this. You aim it at him, and it's like right from where he is. But the, the bonus is it actually sends the smell over there too. Oh, that'd be Mikey's throw-a-fart toy. The ventriloquist fart watch. Yeah. 
so that you can really ruin someone's life. If it's a maybe it's a priest up in front of the congregation giving a <laughs> uh, giving some kind of soliloquy on something, and you know you send that noise up there, and you know how you know how things echo in a church. <laughs> So it's like everybody in the congregation thinks this priest just farted, and then they smell it. You'd be laughing, and then the nun would be there and see you laughing again. Say, you, <laughs> you rowdies. Anyway, isn't that a great idea though? The ventriloquist fart watch and science is almost there. It's well, almost there on that. I just got. You need some help with this. My mom's got like forty patents. She does. Yeah. Does she have any patent leather shoes? Yes. That's just none of your business. Patent the bib. Does she tap dance? Maybe. With her patent leather yes. shoes on? <laughs> Does she sing Good Ship Lollipop? She's a regular Gregory Hines. <laughs> um, She's a six-foot black guy. Do you happen to know the the uh, words to Good Ship Lollipop? I'll bet you do. No, do you? <laughs> I On the Good Ship Lollipop, that's all I know. <laughs> you don't know the words to Good Ship Lollipop? Uh, let's find out if Ben knows them. No, I'm not 85. I don't know the words to good ship lollipop. Hey, Mike, what, your IQ is 85. What, mm. what are the uh, words to the good ship lollipop? I'm the good ship oh, no, we don't have to sing lollipop. It. Oh, it's a sweet trip. Into bed you hop with Buddy Epson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I got sidetracked. I got a is lot of important official shit to talk about. Official shit? Yeah. This is big. This is big. Okay. First of all, that other invention that I want to buy on TV, have you seen these late-night commercials? There's this French chef guy, and he's got this gun. It's a salt gun. It shoots salt, and it kills bugs. And they have this commercial on TV for this product called Bug A Salt. Bug A Bug Assault. And it's, I think it's 44, <laughs> 44 bucks. And they play the commercial, and this is French chef with a bow tie shooting bugs. Hey. Describe the gun. Uh, looks like a water a super soaker. Bang! Yeah, if a super soaker and a nerf gun had a baby. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it says throw away your fly swatter. Get bug assault. 3.0, only $44.95. Bugassault.com. B-U-G-A-S-A-L-T. Check it out. If you don't see, haven't seen that ad on TV, I'm getting one of those. I'm not. You don't have any bugs down here, Smitty, in our no, studio. No, but I have a couple. Except of, that one spider that's right over by your chair. It's oh, he's just an itsy bitsy spider. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's got eight legs. That's as many legs as uh, all the Beatles, except for Paul McCartney. All right now, <laughs> well, didn't he have a one? Didn't he have a? Yeah. What was that joke? What has uh, what has three legs and ten billion dollars? <laughs> Paul McCartney's ex-girlfriend and her boyfriend. <laughs> I told you how he met her, right? Uh, no. Yeah, no. He, she was hitchhiking. That, that what was her name? The the three, the one with one. I don't know the blonde. Remember. She got a lot of money though. Yeah, he yeah. he pulled over. She was hitchhiking. He said, "Hop in." <laughs> <laughs> Heather Mills. Heather Mills. Heather, yeah. yes, she was a Heather. bitch. Oh. oh, she was so nasty, but she's got a lot of money now. She was angry, yeah. <sighs> you know what uh, her Yoko called her? <laughs> Irene. I- Irene to the... Irene, oh, oh, <laughs> Irene oh, to the ref. Oh. Okay, now let's move on to the... What's the matter? <sighs> what, I can't say that? Oh. That's what, that's what, that's what oh, Yoko called her. It's all right. You're not going to get in trouble. No one's listening. Yeah, right that's right. <laughs> you say that, but... <laughs> 
I happen to know we have dozens Year, and dozens. Years from now, somebody <laughs> will stumble on this podcast. All right. A, a top uh, official in the Rhode Island Democratic Party, which is kind of a nasty group of people. That senator, what's his name there? That White House. Guy, yeah, White House. Yeah. And that's where that's where, he goes to that white boat club where only you have to be white. <laughs> I know. And that then he, he's just a strange dude. Uh, anyway, this this is a different person. This is Kate Coyne McCoy, oh. uh, and she's apologized for a tweet regarding uh, Lindsey Graham. She currently is an executive consultant for the Ocean State's Democratic Party. Uh, Tuesday morning, she had tweeted about Graham's COVID-19 diagnosis. In a now-deleted tweet, she wrote, It's wrong to hope he dies from COVID, right? Asking for a friend. Oh, man. Yeah, Democrats just throw that That's shit like, out there uh, all the time. It's, it's amazing. You, you, she could want to, oh, I want this guy to die? Come on. They yeah. do want a lot of people to just die. But, yeah, but they does do. she get canceled? I can't convince you to change, so you should just die. You die, please. But does Twitter go on there and eliminate her account like they do with all these other people that put us up? No. Didn't they just suspend Marjorie Taylor Green's account for a week? Yeah, for, for a week. For she something she steps in shit every other day. Yeah, yeah she's she's said the, she said the vaccines don't work. Boom, she's pulled. Uh, you want to push the you want to push the envelope a little bit. I'm, I'm here to tell you they work. I, I've been vaccinated twice. I feel like a million bucks. You look like a million bucks. One point one two. Been vaccinated a lot more than that. What? When you were a child, you had vaccinations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, in the Navy, I got vaccinated. Holy shit. For what? You know what they did in the Navy? And a lot of guys that are, who've been in the Navy will remember this. You're in boot camp, and you go through all these different processes, one of which is you get in line, you're in your skivvies, and you everybody's in line, and you keep walking through this, uh, like a medical office, and there are guys sitting on stools about five feet apart. That's gross. On both sides, and they they have these little guns that shoot. Not poop. He's on, oh, they, they're, they're not uh, they're not syringes. They're like air pressure syringes. Yeah. And they you walk through, and they just poof, on your arm, and the next guy poof, on your ass, and poof, next to someplace else on your arm. Oh. Next day. You wake I heard up. They do a lot of shooting on your ass. It's like you've do. got a third lump on your ass. It's unbelievable. It's oh, and it third, hurts so third bad. Lump? It's and, just your bunkmate. Yeah, it's like a third cheek. Oh God! And they tell you, walk it off. <laughs> what, so what was it? It was everything. <laughs> it's, you oh, just get a little dab of everything. A little dab of everything because we were going overseas. Yeah. So we shot up with everything. Yeah, well, you want to make sure you don't have any germs. You don't want to carry germs over there. Yeah, and you we know. don't want to get anything either. Yeah, you don't, the one thing you don't want to submit to while you're in a foreign country is a penis is a penisitis, a penis a penisology, <laughs> a slipidectomy. You have a bad case. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, the Philippines? All right, so anyway, Kate Coyne McCoy, can that we say too. she's an asshole? Well, okay, sure. Okay, the real she- McCoy. And I mean, then she's his, a Rhode Island Democrat. She's probably corrupt. That yeah. White House guy, he's a douche, though. That, he is such a, a, a... I hate that guy. Anyway, Dasha Kelly. Do you know who that is? No. Dasha Kelly is the lady you've seen on TV on CNN, probably, talking about how because uh, they, they got rid of the eviction... Uh, what do you call it? Moratorium. moratorium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That she... Uh, is being evicted. She got, she's sitting there with her three girls. Suppose, you thought it was her three girls. And she's saying, well, that, you know, they, they did this, and then, they, then the CDC comes back and, oh, we're going to extend it because poor people like her came. Well, it turns out, and then this is thanks to uh, Turtle Boy. Yeah. Turtle Boy exposed this. We like today. Turtle Boy. CNN was all over the place talking about this poor woman. Look, she's got three kids. So they, somebody made a GoFundMe page for her. She got $230,000 from a GoFundMe page. Wow. Okay, so. She pay her rent. The alleged mother of three from Las Vegas on Thursday, who helped CNN help raise over two hundred thirty thousand dollars. She's also well. She's a 
not single. Mm-hmm. They thought she was had a single mom. Yep. As those three girls are her boyfriend David Allison's children. Yeah. They're not her children. She claimed to be laid off casino card dealer who lost her job as a result of the pandemic, now facing eviction. Her lie, he uh, not only helped her raise the money, but it also helped shape public opinion and influence the CDC to extend the eviction moratorium on the basis that homelessness would lead to new spikes in COVID. Fraudulently CNN extended. is now investigating because they got suckered again. Yeah. They get suckered. They, someone calls me and goes, I got this story. It's unbelievable. But you do. They go, okay, run it. Yeah, that's right. They don't even look into it or anything. They're such a shit-ass news organization. They don't check. They put on national TV. Now, she makes $230,000 over the naivete mm-hmm. of the general public. And, oh, poor thing. Yep. But she's a lion sack of shit. Yep. Can I say that? You can. Yeah. Yep. I'm thinking, you know what, though? It gave me an idea. You have another idea. Yeah. What is it? I, uh, it's called Bug Assault. <laughs> bug Assault. <laughs> I'm going to go on TV with a commercial and say, this really works. It's all a million of them. Um, okay. These are all news items, by the way. I know we're not playing the news sounder per se. Did you ah, there it news? is. There it is. And now the news. I'm John Yankme, and this is the news. Sina Ire. Have you heard of Sina Ire? Not yet. She's a Japanese boxer who just won gold medal. Oh. She's now glad to be done boxing. Why? So she can spend more time with frogs. And I'm not talking French people. She loves frogs. She a princess? I don't know. But oh. she really loves them. And there's pictures of her with her frogs. She got all these different frogs and stuff like that. Yeah. She, 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 oh, gold medal? Yeah, great. Thank you. But I, I got to go. I got, my frogs are waiting for me. Amphibians. People that are too into random animal like that concern me. Because you know right. at some point in their life they're going to experiment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe have a, some frog legs. Like the, the, you find those like 50-year-old women who have a chimp. As their pet, mm-hmm. you know they're fucking that chimp. Well, <laughs> no, no, well, it's a strap-on chimp. What are they? <gasps> she, oh man, she loves frogs. <laughs> In fact, she invites them over to her pad, oh, <laughs> if her, you will. I get it, yeah. And that's riveting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she croaks. Anyway, enough about her. Did you write the puns in? Who, me? You Boy, didn't do, even I, write the puns, did you? Am I a scripted, <laughs> scripted type of guy? No, no. no you're In fact, d- let me say something totally off the cuff. What's that? You ever watch the Red Sox lately? No. Marwin <laughs> Gonzalez. Marwin. Yeah. They got a guy who leads off for him, plays one of the positions, and uh, can't play baseball. <laughs> oh. He can't. He got tagged out by a stupid base running mistake. There. He's hitting 202 mm. with, like, one home run. And he he sucks. How does a guy like that wind up on the team? Someone told me he's friends of Joey Cora, Alex Cora. You think that might be it? It's got to be. How else would a guy like that get on the team if that's he like, can't play? That's right. Well, it's like Mutt and Kirk. You know, he, well, Mutt wouldn't have had that gig if it wasn't for Kirk. Uh-oh. So he's friends with Joey Cora, this Marwin. Just, so here's, my, here's my, my advice for those of you who watch the Red Sox. Know this. Use it. Marwin Gonzalez can't play baseball. It should, it should inspire all those other people who can't do things that they want to do. And he made it to the Red Sox. Yes. Yeah. And not only that, he's on. They they still play him. It's not like he's a backup guy, or or going back and forth between AAA. No, he's on the team, and he sucks. 
And he's the leadoff batter, you said? Yeah, I mean, occasionally. They pinch hit with him last night. I'm like, what are they sending this guy up to? He pinch hit for somebody. He's batting 202. He'll have his moment. Excuse me. Can I correct you? He's batting 201. Oh, well, don't he don't give him that much. I saw when he came up, he was 202, and he made an out, and then he's now 201. <laughs> you know how much money he's made so far in his uh, Major League Baseball career? I don't even want to know. $43.33. $37 and <laughs> $37 dollars. No, has he? Yeah. Oh. See that? You see how unfair that is? Oh. Yeah, he's making $3 million this year. A couple Third. years ago, he made 12 oh, Thirty-seven million dollars. He's, mm-hmm. he's the Dasha Kelly of the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a lot of money. Doesn't deserve any of it. All right. <clears throat> now, you guys want some serious news? Go ahead. I know you guys don't do Botox. Neither of you. Your, your faces would be much tighter. Yeah. Are you sure about Bill? Because he looks fantastic. Well, he does, but he's you know that's good living, buddy. Okay, I, I watched this because I, I was watching a commercial for Botox on TV. I, not that I'm considering it or anything. I just I watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Was Billy Costa good in the commercial? You know, you know what? There's a guy. Can I just tell you a little bit about him? Was John Kerry? I, I like Billy. I'm not saying anything bad about him. Can I tell you a little bit about him? Yeah. Let's hear it. He's not doing her. Uh-huh. The lady on the show with him. Oh, sorry. Was I supposed to say that? Or is he? He's not. No. <laughs> he probably has like three wives. Didn't he used to live in Utah? Uh, all right, this is Botox. This is like unbelievable. Some unwanted effects. Now you want to look good, you put Botox. You got a migraine, you take Botox. Uh, if your head droops, sometimes they give you Botox so that your head doesn't droop. You ever see anyone really? with a droopy head? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen. Yeah. So here's here's some of the more yeah, common. We, we had a droopy headed fellow as a boss. Remember? Who is that? KG. Kevin Graham. Oh. It wasn't just his head that was droopy. I got news for you. <laughs> Nothing like Wait, what do you mean? I head. heard from some people. I don't understand. He didn't, stand, he didn't understand <laughs> either. He, I, I, he needed an understudy is what he needed. Difficulty swallowing. Okay. Now, is there anything more basic, aside from breathing, than swallowing? I mean, where, you, where, you do they, where do they inject the... Uh... Well, these are side effects. So oh. you can have difficulty with swallowing. Linda Lovelace... Difficulty with breathing or speaking. You can have muscle weakness. So you, here's your, you start, you're saying, I'm having difficulty breathing and speaking and swallowing. i got to call a doctor, but your, your muscles are weak, so you can't pick up the phone. <laughs> you're like, oh, this, is, this Botox got me for the bird. <laughs> Dryness of the eyes, inability to close the eyelids completely. Oh, yeah, that'll dry them uh, out. That'll help you sleep. Yeah. Uh, body aches or pain, chills, cough, ear congestion, fever, loss of voice, runny or stuffy nose, sneezing, unusual tiredness or weakness. These are all the side effects so, of Botox. Uh, uh, Botox, yeah. You thought COVID was bad. <laughs> Bladder pain, bloody or cloudy urine. Oh, yeah. Ah. Bloody or cloudy urine? Yeah. You just stand there going, oh, no! Uh, Difficult burning or painful urination. Frequent urge to urinate. So you've got to go all the time, but it's bloody and cloudy and, uh, and, and it's painful. And what if it's just the urge to urinate, but you can't? Ooh, that's even worse. I, know, I think that's very frustrating. No, no, you tell us how that works. That's well, called the light beer blues. 
lower back or side pain, decreased blinking, uh, irritation of the... Decreased blinking? That's what it says. Okay. Uh, Irritation of the cornea, that's the colored portion of your eyes. Whoa, whoa, we don't say that anymore. Uh, No, it's it's the... the, (laughs) Turning outward or inward at the edge of the eyelids. What is that? What? Outward or inward. Uh, Less common, forehead... For, for the, when you treat your forehead lines, you can get drooping of the brows and upper eyelids. You can get facial pain, muscle weakness, partial or slight paralysis of the face, swelling of the eyelids, uh, tightness in the chest. All from Botox. And I'm not even done. There's more. But I, Jesus there's, Christ. There's, there's less more? Com- well, yeah. Literally, I just did two pages of it. And that, that, those were the more common side effects. The less common are really weird. Wow. You know? That's like, you know, you have dripping from different parts of your body. I don't know how to get into it. It's ter- terrible. But uh, I'm, just, I'm just warning you guys, in case you were ever considering Botox. No. You know what's a lot more fun than Botox? What's that? The, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, bug assault. <laughs> it's, it's so much more fun. And I'm getting me one of them in yep. about in about two seconds. I, I have a local scam that happened uh, in New York City. Not local, but in, in Northeast. You know, local those... to the two percent of our audience that lives in. We do city. have a lot of New York listeners. We actually do. Yeah, because we're edgy. It's yeah. like ten percent of our audience comes from New York City. Yeah, and we're... from that six months you did at it's... whatever station was out there. W N E W New York, Rikers Island. <clears throat> I worked six months. It seemed like twelve with the radio bitch. I mean, chick. Whatever happened to her? We should try to get her on the podcast. I could rip her. I could. I swear to God, she pissed me off. Leslie Gold and her uh, little co-snort Butchie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to talk about that now. I'm in too too good a mood. I, this is like a love train we got going here, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? It sure is. It's it like is a like love a love train. train. You know, everyone should get on board. So here's the new con in New York: stealing bikes. Now, how do they do it? They're stealing um those what are called city bikes, C I T I bikes. By switching the QR scan codes on two bicycles. Oh. They switch the codes. See, that's uh, so, ingenuity. Right and they're there. right near each other at a docking station. So these punk, thug, weasel thieves wait there for an unsuspecting cyclist to try to unlock a bike with his or her smartphone app. And once they do, the thing beeps. Uh, but it doesn't free up the one they're trying to unlock. It frees up a nearby city bike with the switched code. When the thief is waiting, jumps on the bicycle and rides away. And you guess who gets tagged on their on their credit card? Oh, you know it. The yeah. guy with the credit card, mm. not the thief with the bike. Oh. So the ripped off ride is only three dollars itself is is the ride. You pay three dollars for the ride, but the victimized customer could be on the hook for the twelve hundred dollar bike lost or stolen <laughs> because it's on their card, yep. and, and they're left without a way to get around town because Smart. they've already un- allegedly rented one. <laughs> so it's a double whammy for these people. And it's a very busy time of year, obviously, in the summertime for these bikes. So they're doing this left and right. They're stealing these uh, uh, these bikes, and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, there really is nothing you can do because they don't know who stole it. They don't have cameras there. They don't know like what the deal is. But isn't that unbelievable? So they had one the guy. Two guys are standing next to the bike. And this guy did it. Oh, they took my bike. There they go. What, what, do, you, what do you do? I know. What you do you call do? the cops. Cops don't even show up for shootings now. Got to give them credit for being smart, though. And they know the cops aren't even going to shoplifting incidents? No, the cops don't show no. up. Uh, pe- there's people that get shot and the cops don't come. In Detroit, it's an hour and eight minutes before 911 shows It's usually the police doing the shooting and then they leave and then they come. 
Oh. I'm kidding. It was a joke. Jesus, it was a fucking ben. joke. Come on, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. I'm ripping that back, the blue sticker <laughs> off your Explorer. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. It was a joke. Jesus. Ben. I don't know. And you know what? On this podcast, virtually everything is a joke. So you can say to somebody, I was just kidding. And whenever you say that after anything you do, you, you kind of get away with it. You know, you kick a guy in the nuts. And the it's a get out of jail free pass. You kicked me in the nuts. I, yeah, I, was, I was kidding. It was a joke <laughs> kick. <laughs> when was the last time you kicked somebody in the nuts? Second grade. Really? That long ago? Oh, yeah. It was about four or five years ago now. Yeah. I never did it. You know, you know, you know, you're ben not tall ben, enough. That's <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know what Ben always says? You know what he tells people? You know what's long and hard on Ben Kitchen? Third grade. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, that was brutal. Okay, so uh, so I did the bike story, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm getting organized here. Okay. I did the Botox. Yes. I did yeah. bug assault. You yes. did. Yeah. Did I do bug assault more than once? Y- yes. Because to- I told him I'd give him two mentions. You you over deliver. Yeah. Our, our friends uh, from uh, Leonard Hair Transplant Associates are coming back on the on the uh, air with us in September. Yep. Doctor Matthew Lepresti is the main guy down there now. He's really good. He's like an artist. You know, I remember when you uh, had that done, and I thought this isn't going to work because your head looks so bad. You were the ugliest <laughs> guy that I had seen in, in a very long time. There's nothing worse than bad head. And then you went and look at it now, Ben. Look at that. Look at this. So good, all this hair. It's huh? like George Clooney's head. Yes, yeah. except a little less asshole-ish. What's <laughs> a little less rich. That's it. Have you, but speaking of assholes, have you watched CNN? They, they're reporting, oh, they know they got that left drop, lower third box. It says cases, 326,000 cases. Oh, cases, yeah. They, that used to be 326,000 deaths. Yeah. Now it's cases. Oh, it's cases out there. Keep people scared. Give me a break. No one's dying. I say no one, but very few people are dying from this. They're getting hospitalized, some of them, and some of them it's because they're not vaccinated. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Here's the bottom line. CNN loves that. It's the only thing they can do to get ratings is to keep up the hype about the, the COVID, you know, whatever. Yeah, all those news stations do that. They find that one story that's going to attract yeah. to their I mean, like, But they don't put a lower third graphic there, uh, up there for life, uh, the other stations. Even MSNBC doesn't do that. Yeah, no. It's, it's CNN, CNN is special when it comes to that. CNN, they are such... <laughs> I got a thing I tweet it out all the time. See, I don't lit, uh, watch CNN for the same reason I don't drink out of the toilet. They have <laughs> nothing but completely self-righteous, phony assholes working there. Everybody at CNN almost, I'm t- telling you, they're a bunch of assholes. They look you in the eye like they're telling you the truth, and God damn it, this oh, is, you better believe it. Suck. At right. least with MSNBC, well, I know, but with CNN, MSNBC, MSNBC, you know what suck. MSNBC is, you know where they're coming from, so at least yeah. they're not misrepresenting They don't try product. to hide it, Fox doesn't try to hide it. Right, yeah. exactly. Those two, okay, there's two sides of the coin there, but CNN says, well, we're the most respected name in news. Yeah, no, we're neutral. We're facts matter. Fuck you. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, the national debt, it's big. I have no debt now. I've done very, very well. I sold uh, my children. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've sold a lot of things lately. It's been unbelievable. I sold uh, some some shoes. I'm in good shape, and I have no credit card balance. Wow. Nice. None. Excellent. Zero. I don't owe anything on any credit cards whatsoever. Wow. Uh, and you got to handle finances in a responsible fashion. But what the United States of America does, and this is both Republicans and Democrats, mm-hmm. they have this national debt that's been going up. When it went up, you know, six trillion under Obama, eight trillion under uh, Trump. Now you got it going up big time. I mean, what they're talking with this new bill they're trying to pass with Joe Biden, it's going to be forty-one 
trillion dollars. I mean, they and, none of this stuff is paid for that they're proposing. None of it. What country has all the money? China. Yeah. Yeah. China. So, and now, did you know that when 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 Biden gets through the interest on the national debt for America, when Biden is done, it's going to be one trillion dollars a year. Now, that's a quarter of our gro- our gross national product, our d- d- domestic product. What's it called? GDP, GNP. Yeah. Gross national product, GNP. GNP. One quarter of it is going to go to interest on the debt. Mm. That's like having a 29% credit card and using it all the fucking time. Every time you buy anything, you charge. That's and then what if you miss doing. a payment, if you, if you miss a payment, oh, you fucked. Yeah, but you know what a trillion dollars a year can do for, for important needed programs oh, in this country? Fix everything. But if they reduce the national, just, re, re, just cut it in half. All they got to do is say no to some spending once in a while. Yeah. You know, some go on, well, you know, we need this and this because this is, uh, or, you know, millions for the, for the homeless. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you don't need it. We need to pay off the debt first, okay? Yeah. And then that's a trillion dollars a year they'll have to spend on stuff. But no, they're so well, stupid. If you focus on making sure everyone pays their fair share of taxes, you'll have more money and you don't, won't be running up the debt nearly as high, right? There you go. So why don't you enforce that? Uh, it, it, it's, it's sickening and maddening, and, and it's, it's ridiculous. No one that's in the world of finance will ever tell anybody ever that having a credit card and not paying it off, just letting it run in nature, is the, is the smart thing to do, ever. It never has been, but the government does it every single day. Joe Biden even said we need to spend our way out of debt. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That makes all the sense in the world. Got to spend money to make money, Bill. Uh, that's oh, right. Man. Now, I just want to get one more thing off my chest. What it's is it? It's nothing serious. Uh, is it the third nipple? It's something serious? No. I had that removed. Oh, my apologies. Yeah. I put a little mole skin on there. Oh, that. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's gross. Mole skin. Why is it that women can say, well, I was talking to my girlfriend, and it's, it's not gay. But if a, boy, if a man says, I was just talking to my boyfriend, it's gay. Why is that? Isn't there a, isn't there a problem Sexism. with that? Sexism. It, it is. Yeah. Women say, that, well, my girlfriend says, when a girlfriend is a lesbian and has a real girlfriend, it's, it's her partner. The word partner enters into the, the equation. Yeah. When a guy has a, a real good friend, that's his buddy. That's his pal, but it's not his boyfriend. Yeah. Okay? And if you're, part, if you're talking about your partner when you're a guy, it's your business partner. Right? Mm-hmm. So it, there's a weird dynamic going on there. Are you telling me right now the three of us aren't boyfriends? I was going to say maybe we were man friends. <laughs> I'd say we're pals. We're buddies. Okay? Don't you... Don't even get into that other stuff. You don't have to explain anything to anybody. We're men. <laughs> the key to this men whole world tights. is to acknowledge reality. If America wants to heal quickly and get this problem or this monkey off our back, you have to acknowledge reality. Okay? I'm with you, Mikey. Are you holding an intervention for America? The reality is not, not all cops are bad guys. That's reality. And without them, we're screwed. Yeah. The reality is, these homeless people are homeless for a reason. And you're not going to help them by giving them money. You're not going to help them by giving them money. money. The reality is, people are coming across into our country, a million people, in the first six months of 2021. 20% of them have COVID. They couldn't possibly be the reason why there's a spike in COVID. And they're sending them all across America to spread the goodwill. To the red states. Accept and acknowledge reality. That's what you have to do first. It might be a tough pill to swallow, 
you know, you might feel a little bit guilty about some aspects of what you have to do, but you have to do it because otherwise you're an asshole too. This has been like a love train of a show. <laughs> Are you guys in a better mood now? Yes. <laughs> I am too. How about you, Smitty? Oh, I feel so good now, Mikey. Well, let's get on board the love train then, everybody. Come on, with Joe and Jerry, let's do this thing. Yes! Positivity! <laughs> Come on, boys. People all over the world, join hands. Sean, start a love train. Love train. People all over the world. Join hands, Joe. Start a daisy chain. Love train. The next stop that we make, Joe, will be England, not Shaw's. Tell all the folks in Russia and China, too. Some young guy. Don't you know that it's time, Joe, to get on board? But this train... Keep on riding, riding on through. Well, well, well. People all over the world, join hands. Yank my big chain, my big chain. People all over the world, Joe, join hands and start a love train. Love train. All you brothers over in Africa, can you hear me? Tell all the folks in Egypt and Israel, too. Please don't miss this train at the station. Because if you miss it, <laughs> yeah, I'll feel sorry. Sorry for you, Joe. Just goose me in the caboose. I know that would get your engine going.